listeners of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for being here, America. 888-825-5225. Craig's in Nashville. Hi, Craig. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, thanks for having me. Sure. What's up? So I am soon to be married to my fiance. And we are both young. I'm 21. She's 23. We both have well-established jobs. I make roughly $30 an hour now. I'm expected to go to 35 in the next year. She makes 27 And, of course, she can go higher in the next few years. We're both very early in our careers. And my fiancé is, she has over $250,000 in liquid cash. Um, we, she has $10,000 in debt. Um, I have roughly 60. I've bought seven acres that I still have 60 on. I guess we do plan on building a house. So I guess what I'm wondering is, do we spend that money on the house and basically live mortgage free or should we invest that money in something else? Wow. Where'd she get 250,000 cash at 21 years old? Well, she, her father died when she was 10, mm-hmm. and her parents were divorced at the time, so she was the sole heir. Mm-hmm. So everything that he owned did go to her. Of course, she couldn't take possession of it until she turned 18, mm-hmm. and she has recently sold the property, and mm-hmm. she has this money. What do you do for a living? I'm an electrician in Nashville. What does she do? She is a dental assistant with expanded functions. Phenomenal. When do you guys get married? Uh, October of next year. Of, of next year, 2024? 2024? Yes, 24. Why the delay? Um, planning, really. I mean, she, she, she's always dreamed of the, the biggest, you know, princess, um, over-the-top wedding. Not that, not that we'll spend a ridiculous amount of money on the wedding. It's just, especially booking venues nowadays. I mean, you're a year out from, you call today, you're at least a year out from today for a lot of places. Who's paying? Um, her parents will front the majority of the money. Not mm-hmm. that we won't lean on some of her money, mm-hmm. but we don't plan on paying for the wedding ourselves. And the budget, the budget out of your pocket will be about what? Do you think? Uh, I don't imagine it being over five to ten thousand dollars. Have you had this discussion with her? <laughs> with her? I don't really care what you imagine. I was asking what the real budget is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if, if, her, if her parents are paying, you need to sit down with. Them her parents and her and, and you, yeah, because yes. that that enters into the discussion of this two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to yeah. spend a hundred on a wedding, I'm, you need to know that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, absolutely I, not. No, no. Well, I, 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 I heard what you said. I also <laughs> heard that the prince, super princess, wants a eighteen months to plan a wedding that's off the chart, and I don't. You don't get those for ten k. Yeah. So I don't know what we're doing. I guess you can, you, but you guys need to know what you're doing. You do. Now, yeah. in the meantime, if you know you're over a year out from this, can you get your debt cleaned up in that time or a good p- portion of it? I think I, I, I could probably get ten of mine cleaned up. I have I ten. Have, yes, I have uh, part of that sixty. I have roughly ten and just miscellaneous personal loans. I got a boat loan and I got a car loan and 
No, both of them are under five thousand dollars. Yeah, right under it. Yeah, but why do you feel like over the course of a year and a half you'll only pay off ten thousand dollars? Um, making thirty dollars you know, an hour. Yeah, um, that's true. I, I could do better. I think you can. Yeah, that's pretty wimpy. I think you can. <laughs> I mean, you're making thirty dollars. Look, if it were me, if I were you, I would. My goal would be: I am going to do whatever it takes to clear the majority of this debt in the next year and a half. Yeah. Working yeah. extra, picking up extra hours, doing whatever I have to do to clear that out. Then you can kind of come in. She's got the money to clear out her debt. And then well, you guys well, can come in. You live in an apartment? No, sir. We both live with our parents still. Okay. All right. Um, so my suggestion would be you both become debt-free. You have a wedding budget that is under control. And then you begin to think about and dream about building a house for cash on this property. Okay. Yes. I would do that. I would not break ground on the new house before one, your one-year anniversary. That would be the soonest, which means after you get married, you're going to rent an apartment for a year or something for a year. Yeah. Okay. Because it takes a year of marriage to know how close to your mother-in-law to build. And <laughs> and honestly, you guys, you, you building a house is stressful for people that have done it before. Uh, building a house is stressful for uh, people that are old and experienced. Building a house is stressful for people that have been married for 10 years and really know each other. You got one year of marriage, you're 21. At that point, you're 22 and 24. Um, it's And now you're drawing a house. You're getting the architect's work done. You're coming into agreement on all of that. You're asking for a real tough project because everything is so new in your life. So, um, well, let me ask you a question, Dave. Would you suggest for a person's first time home buy? Would you suggest it to be a, a first time build? No, I, I I feel like I wouldn't. I'd I'd want to get it. I know you're going to rent for a little while, but I feel like starting out home ownership with with a new build just feels it's very hard. It's very hard. You're asking for trouble, and so yeah, I I, I would not recommend it. If you're going to do it, wait at least a year mm-hmm. because you're gonna you're gonna face some relationship trials as you go through this it's a hundred percent Sharon and I've been married 41 years we have been we have built three houses together we've gone broke and built a business that brings in 300 million a year and we've done all of that and we're in the middle of building a house right now and (laughs) we have to be very careful about how we talk to each other about the discussion. I just heard of something the, in my head. I don't want just, to. <laughs> you know, it's a hillbilly fight when you have a discussion over the stove or you have a discussion over the roof color or you have a, you know, uh, it's. What's it's your just, design style, Dave? It's um, um, efficient. <laughs> and um, yeah, and Sharon actually has style. And so that always conflict. Yeah, that, that's, that's a battle it's right always there. Always a conflict. So, Sorry, Sharon. Yeah. But I mean, hey, we've been doing it a long time together. We sit, you know, we sit down together. We say, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to treat each other nice all the way through. And we generally do. <laughs> yeah. We generally do. But we're, and we're experienced. I mean, we're really good at it. Yeah. And uh, I'm telling you. And, and so. It's not our first ride on the cabbage truck, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the first but, question is the first question: How much? No. Good. No, doesn't have to be now. That's good. It does if you only got two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Yeah. If that's all you got to build, you got to ask how much. You got to ask a lot of how much because uh-huh. that's a, that's a tight build. What's your first question? Uh, mine. Yeah. Is I want to see what she wants, and then I also want to make sure 
that it's serving the overall purpose and fits in the whole project. And uh, it sounds you know. like how much? Yeah. Well, it does. It, it it does. That's part of it. But can it be delivered on time? There you go. There you go. You know, okay. can we get it on time? Or is it going to hold me up six months? No, I'm not. we're not doing it. If it holds up six months. We're going to get done. This is the Ramsey Show. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her social security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. The question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly's home service provider network offers top quality work and customer service by trained, reliable home service professionals. It's a great group of folk. Visit neighborly.com to find experts in your area and to schedule services today. All right. Today's question comes from Michelle in California. We're currently in baby step two with a thousand dollar emergency fund and still have debt to pay off. We're able to increase our income and we will be paying off our next debt of $3,800 by September. However, I have this dreadful feeling that something bad will happen to our family in our hometown in Brazil. Should that happen, my husband and I will be expected to cover the cost of the funeral due to tradition. Can I pause baby step two to increase my emergency fund to $5,000 for what right now is an unknown emergency? What an interesting question. Um, I, I would, if you were here in real life, I'd ask you, what do you think is gonna happen in your hometown of Brazil? Like, is somebody ill? Is somebody on their deathbed? I have questions. Do gangs run the town? I, I, well, in Brazil, who, you don't people. know. I, Something um, <laughs> depends on if they're in those streets of Rio or not. Now, I have no idea. I, I mean, don't know. Now, I, you know what I think? I think if any of that was true, she would have mentioned it. I think so, And I too. think this woman is a worry wart. I think she's a worry wart, too. And my answer is no. I would not increase your emergency fund to 5000 Not for vague, distant, possible, dreadful feelings. Yeah. Now, if something, if you did have an emergency, if you have somebody. A tangible thing. Yeah. It's real. Something real popped up. There's a funeral cost. Yeah. My mom has stage four cancer, and they have given her two months to live. Yes. That's different. Pause but the baby steps. I think steps. if she'd have yeah. known that. She would have said. She would have that. said it. I yeah, and we don't know. Like, is this her in-laws? Is this? It's a vague, dreadful feeling. Yeah. It's if a, it was specific, there would be something going on. Yeah. It's a but feeling. this is a vague, dreadful. This is a worry wart. This is a worry wart. No, my answer is no. No. Nope. D- don't don't stop the baby steps. Keep going. Yep. And like Dave said, if something actually happens and it's an actual uh, storm, you'll work mode, it out. You'll work it out. You'll do it, yeah. You stop everything, and you'll pile up cash, and you'll mm-hmm. work it out. Yeah. But I, you know, it's like uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the economy. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. 
I mean, why did they tell you at your job they're laying people off? No, I just have this feeling. I have a feeling. No way. You just stop your worry, Warden. Yeah. Or they laid off 10 people last week and they told me I'm probably next. That's, that's different. different. Yeah, that's, that's different. different. That's, that's very a real specific. reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we go, oh, okay. You have a more than 50% probability of losing your job. You yeah. don't need to be working the baby steps. You need to stop, pile up cash and get ready for the storm. It's coming. It's not Interesting. like, but yeah. it's like, you know, storm it's mode. like the people, they close schools Tuesday <laughs> because on Monday they said there might be tornadoes and it, the skies are blue. Yeah. You know? I, I'm, I'm, I mean, the, sh- give me a break. Dude, that's the way of the world here in yeah. Tennessee. Apparently. Oh, I know. I know. I said that one day and then tornadoes did hit. And so I got <laughs> totally, I got totally trashed uh. by the weather Nazi people. <laughs> they were so mad at me. One of them is in my family. I won't mention which child is a weather is a weather worry wart. That's but, yeah. look, look, tornadoes are nothing to play with because they come suddenly. Well, I, yeah, but and they seldom. That is true. That okay. is true. So you know, Facts. it's just like you're gonna. It's bright blue skies outside today. If there's one coming tomorrow, yeah. I yeah. you know we'll make decisions tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, we're not gonna make decisions today. Yeah, not it, day. I don't do vague, dreadful feelings. Okay, yeah. so there we go. It's not. It's just a bad idea. It's not a way to live your life. <laughs> Open phones at triple eight eight two five five two two five. Lisa is in Cape Coral, Florida. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Sure. What's up? So I am wondering if it is all right to give my friend some money for um, help just taking care of her and her kids. They had a house that collapsed last month. My problem is that nice. I am seven hundred thousand dollars in debt with a baby on the way. Seven hundred thousand dollars? Yes, I'm a veterinarian. I have over four hundred of that is in student loans, and then two fifty is my house, and then other loans. And girl, your house cards. is collapsed. <laughs> your house is <laughs> collapsed too. Seven hundred thousand dollars of debt. I'm questioning that but because i am working three jobs i do make an extra six thousand a month to go towards my debt slash the baby on the way you're broke but yeah yeah i'm just trying you're to broke. be like ethical it's, yeah. like can i do it or can i not no it's unethical it's, yeah only the strong can help okay. the weak mm-hmm. you gotta hungry take care people of your can't house. feed hungry people you gotta Thank get yourself you. straightened out so that next time something comes up you're able mm-hmm and you're a broke veterinarian yeah, yeah you're and you're saying words like extra six thousand it's not extra until that debt's paid off that's yes, got it is earmarked exactly. it's when got a label on it 600 up to next to 700 it falls over real fast that's six thousand mm-hmm. going towards 700 mm-hmm. is just tough yep that's what i originally had said but i wanted to get a double check and i've been listening to you for a couple of weeks i'm like yeah. well if dave ramsey said no you should not then i definitely should not <laughs> yeah I, I want you to be compassionate i want you to be loving and if you want to go over there and help her physically do some things yeah. or something a little bit that's all okay but uh when you're broke you're broke are you uh you said you've yeah. got you've said you've got a baby on the way and all this are you single mom uh no it's me and my boyfriend okay okay seven hundred thousand wow that's yep how's it going actually not bad okay good 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 okay yeah the answer to your question is uh, generosity has to come from surplus uh the only exception that we have to that is for people or people of faith who tithe give a tenth of their income jewish tradition 
Christian tradition, and that comes off the top before you do anything. But in terms of helping miscellaneous yeah. folk out there, um, that's a wonderful thing to do and to be able to do, but you just mm-hmm. simply can't do it when yeah. you're broke. But you made a good point. There's other things she can do to help that are not financial yeah, I was burdens. Su- you support her emotionally when she's going through all that. Yeah, I mean, she's your yeah. friend. You care about her. Or, you mm-hmm. know, But you know, we don't have to do a GoFundMe to prove our love. That is true. You know. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Alan is with us in Los Angeles. Hi, Alan. How are you? Hi, guys. Nice to talk to you. Better than we deserve, man. What's up? So I came in to $2,000. And I want to know if I should pay down my student loan, which I owe 20000 or if I should use that money to get an appraiser's license so that I can do that part-time on top of my full-time job and on top of my part-time job. Why does it take $2,000 to get an appraiser's license in California? Uh, yes, exactly. It's 1000 for the license. I have to buy a new computer, website, so it would be around... Maybe under 2000 but around that much. Oh, so you don't have any customers? Uh, no, not at the moment, no. So you would be a brand-new appraiser looking for business? Yes. Mm-hmm. In a slow economy? Uh, well, it was something I would do part-time. What do they, they charge for residential appraisals out there? Uh, 600 700 Is there a shortage of appraisers? Yes. A lot of them are getting out of the market, yes. And I know that for a fact. Are they why, getting out why? of the market because there's, there's not no enough money. work? <laughs> yeah. Why, why does it make you excited to get in? It's something I can do part-time, and I like doing it. You I can't mean, do it part-time idea. if you don't have any appraisals to do. Uh, Everybody's that, getting out of the true. business. Why are they getting out of the business, dude? Yeah, business is slow. Okay. That's why they're getting out of the business. So I want you to call five real estate agents that you know or don't know and ask them if you should get into the appraisal business right now and would they send you their appraisals. Mm. Okay. And uh, then that, that'll kind of give you a hint that you're Market not supposed research. to do this right now. <laughs> yeah, Market you just, research. You're, you're, you're like doing Field of Dreams. If I build it, they will come, and maybe not. Well, everybody else who built it is is tearing it down or running away from it. <laughs> It Go is, the other way. It is California. Yeah. This is the Ramsey Show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Grace is with us in Dallas. Hi, Grace. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. How are y'all today? Great. What's up? Um, I have, well, first, thanks for um, taking my call. I have a question about moving coming up. I am currently in baby step number two, and I know in October I'm going to either stay in my building or move to a new one. And either option is going to cost me um, more money. The cheapest would be to stay in my building, um, which I do not want to do, but I would sacrifice to do it. Um, but should I take the amount that I know I'm going to have to pay in increased rent and then, um, to, should I take that amount out of my monthly gazelle amount that I'm putting towards my card or should I take that out of an emergency fund? None of the above. You take it out of your budget when it actually happens. Got it. Yeah. Okay. If you move to another building, is it cheaper? 
the rent would be cheaper, but the move would cost me about sixteen hundred dollars in all. So cleaning. And how much would you save? How much would you save on rent? Um, maybe two hundred to one fifty a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a better situation. No, if I well, I guess it's double. Either way, it's not. So if I wherever I move to, I would only be there for a year, and I'd be moving to somewhere cheaper. So even though I'd be spending sixteen hundred in entire moving costs, I would be saving a one fifty to two hundred a month in rent. Which means I you stay, would break even. Yeah, and it it would be slightly a better situation, just not a safer situation. Yeah, right now, it, you, my you would break even. Why move? Yeah. Why move if you don't like? If it's not a better situation, and you all you do is break even. So yeah, if you're spending two hundred dollars and you spend you spend two thousand to do that over twelve months, you 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 didn't you're saving two hundred, but you spent two thousand. That's a break even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I stay stay and put the higher rent in your budget. Am I missing something, Jade? I don't think so. Um, when do you plan to be out of debt? Um, if I can keep up the pace that I'm doing now um, with the moving costs like the lower moving costs with huh. staying in my building you're I not do it by eight you don't months. have moving costs if you don't move yeah if you stay in your building you get to no, pocket that 1600 you're no, not what i meant was even if i calculated you're right i said moving costs but it was my higher rent so my rent will probably go up maybe a hundred dollars if i stay here so mm-hmm. even with that hundred dollar increase i would be paying i would still be able to finish by april good what do you make um, I recently just got a promotion, so starting April, or not April, what month are we in? June 30th, mm-hmm. I will be making seventy forty, seventy thousand four hundred. Good. And how much debt do you have? Um, 16200 Good job. On one card. Good job. You're pushing it right through. Well done. And you're going to be done by April. And $100 doesn't kill you if you're making seventy grand. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, slows it down by hundred dollars between now and April. It slows it down six hundred bucks, seven hundred yeah. bucks. Okay, and I can make up for that in overtime and um, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And you're still going to be out by April, so mm-hmm. yeah. No, it definitely doesn't make sense to do the move to save the yeah. yeah. Sit, okay. sit right yeah. where you are and pay the higher rent. You're going to be better off, and you're moving anyway in a year. She thinks. Yeah. So there you go. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Matt is in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Matt. How are you? Hey, how are y'all? Great, man. How can we help? Yes, yeah, so my wife and I um, got married about a month ago, and we just found out this week that she's pregnant. Wow. So congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of big life changes going on, really happening all at once. Um, cool. So we're really happy and excited, but uh, we were... Uh, following your baby steps we were on step 3b but we were um wanting your input on on how we should uh prepare for the child coming and you know do we halt 3b and save or you know we 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 just wanted your input so so you've got your own we both go ahead well well, we we both work and um yeah we've been saving uh as as singles and then it's a married couple now for a, a down payment on a home but obviously with the child coming that would mm-hmm. potentially change things as far as our priorities so it, yeah it could if you were on baby step two for sure i'd be like hold it you know or if you didn't have three to six months of savings i'd be like hold it 
pile up cash? How much do you have saved? Um, so, yeah, we are debt free, um, fully funded emergency fund, mm-hmm. and then we've got about forty eight thousand on the down. Uh, six months. That's great. Okay. What's your household income? And then um, the gross is about a hundred and eleven. Mm-hmm. And then okay. I guess the so. Net Matt, let's try this. Let's try this. Keep saving like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Into baby step three B. And B stands for baby. <laughs> If you need it, if you need it, but yeah. you probably don't need it because I'm guessing that you have health insurance. Mm-hmm. We do, yeah. It co- covers, covers labor and delivery, right? And you've uh, got yeah, enough to cover your deductible. What's your deductible? Um, For the family, it's 6000 Okay. For labor for delivery, her. is that going to apply? Um, I believe so. I don't know the specifics. Need to find out today. Call your call your HR people. Yeah. Let's talk about health insurance. Mm-hmm. Find out what coverage you've got for her as an individual. Yeah, and then start planning it and saying, okay, all right, that. So three. It, let's pretend you got five k out of pocket, and the rest of it's covered. Okay. It, so here's your plan. Your three B just got diminished by five k when the event actually occurs. So we're going to pile up cash, pile up cash, pile up cash. Mama and baby come home from the hospital. Glorious event. We write a five thousand dollar check and we're back on game. I see. And you just and you just have a little bit less in your three B. Uh, and uh, we don't buy a house while mama's pregnant. That's right. just life advice. Yeah, it didn't it didn't yeah. stop your plan because you were saving to begin with. And if you had said, well, we plan on buying a house in the next couple of months, we'd probably tell you, nope, well, nope, nope, chill, nope, nope, nope. chill on that. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. We, we don't move pregnant ladies. Not, yeah. not unless there's an emergency. Not, it does not, does not the recipe for fun. You make different choices and they're bad ones. No, mm-hmm. no, just wait, mm-hmm. just wait till baby, when everybody comes home and everybody's all right, yep. probably this time next year, we're looking at houses. Okay. That's what I would do if I were in your shoes. I think you did a man. That's awesome. Congratulations. That is wonderful. Life's about to change. It's wonderful. Very cool. Good ways. Michael is with us. Michael is in Indianapolis. Hey, Michael, how are you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Doing well. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So me and my wife, we're 23 years old. We just got done paying off $27,000 of uh, student loan debt in nine months. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Um, thank you. We're both teachers, and today uh, we went to the bank, and we wanted to start a savings account in order to start saving up for a home. Mm-hmm. And cool. I had a conversation with um, the mortgage guy at the bank, and he told me that in order for me to get a mortgage through the bank, I have to go into debt to build a credit score. Yeah, well, he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, actually, the bank is an idiot. They may require that because some, some people don't know. Some mortgage companies, include, especially bankers, don't yeah. know how to do mortgages on, on manual underwriting. But if you just call Churchill Mortgage, they can help you do on, on what's called manual underwriting, which is if you have a zero credit score, you can get the exact same premium rate that is if you have a high credit score. That's right. Perfect. Well, that was my question because yeah. that's our next step is definitely buying a home. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask a banker about financial <laughs> stuff. I think he knew that 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 banker was tripping. I think I could tell it in his voice. Well, <laughs> and I told him that we follow Dave Ramsey, and he was like, "Well, the problem with that." And then I was like, "Okay, I'm You're like, I gotta that. go." Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Good job, Michael. The problem with that is, is he tells me not to do business with people like you. So there's that. Yeah. Oh, uh, good instincts. One more reason to love banks. <laughs> Sarcasm. This is the Ramsey Show. Jade Washall Ramsey personality is my co-host today. If you're ready to buy your first home in this market, it's not because of luck. It's because you've been putting in the work, you've been kicking butt, you've been budgeting, you've been saving, and we're fired up for you. We don't want your hard work to go to waste. Buying a home is the biggest purchase you'll ever make, so the last thing you need to do is fly solo or work with some kind of brand new sweet little real estate agent that doesn't know what the flip they're doing, even if it's your Aunt Susan. I know she's a nice lady, <laughs> but you don't leave this up to an agent who's good <laughs> enough. You need great. A Ramsey Trusted Agent is a great agent. They set you up for success before, after the closing day, during the closing. Find the right house, keeping you on track with your goals and making sure you're confident in your decision. Ramsey Trusted Pros get our stamp of approval because we know they work hard to serve you, not to pad their paycheck. You've worked too hard to buy your first home with anyone but the best. Find a Ramsey Trusted Real Estate Agent by going to RamseySolutions.com slash agent. RamseySolutions.com slash agent mary is with us in tampa hi mary welcome to the ramsey show hey thanks for taking my call dave sure what's up so um i don't know where i should start but um i've got over eighty five thousand dollars worth of debt with my husband um that we've incurred over probably the last 15 years been having trouble paying it off um so we're married for now uh, not sure how much longer because i talked to a lawyer uh, he calls him a schmuck, basically. Um, I've the got lawyer or your husband? The lawyer calls my husband a schmuck. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that okay. I know, isn't that beautiful? Um, I have a high school graduate that's going to college um, in August. I have a special, we have a special needs daughter who's 13 years old. Um, and I didn't work for like eight years, but I went back about seven years ago and I worked my way up. Um, and I'm making about 75000 right now. And he's finally, um, he had his own business, not doing anything, um, lost our butts trying to sell our house um, and, you know, using our profits to pay off all the debt from, from his business. But he finally has a job, uh, a stable job in the past year and a half. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to pay off or how we're supposed to pay off this debt um, and and gracefully exit out of the marriage. We had to. We're renting it now because we sold. We sold our house. We didn't have well, a choice. Let me stop you a second, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, how long have you been married? Um, eight, seventeen, eighteen years. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, what? longer than that. Twenty-four. 20, my bad. Twenty-four years. Yeah, lost track. Why? Why is your marriage over? It's been mentally checked out for some time. For many, many years, he worked a lot. Um, worked a lot trying to make money still in the beginning and um, eventually nothing. And then the lockdown hit and we were able to stop some, some of the pain of not having money, but I've been working. So um, and a year ago, he told me he had a relationship with someone mm. and so basically that, there's the you know, schmuck the part. I was, I was waiting for yeah. the schmuck part. I Have you filed it. yet? Have you filed for the divorce yet? No, no. I just, I, I just, I can't afford to like, I don't know. I'm in Tampa. Things are just, everything's ridiculously expensive and I can't, I've been looking to see, you know, what, 
what my options are, but I can't afford to like live alone right now. Didn't you so say I'm you make 75000 a year? I do. People make 75000 a year live by themselves all the time yeah, in Tampa. That's a, I know. above average. They don't live in your neighborhood, I don't know. I don't know. but they live no, in well, Tampa. Well, we already lived out of, yeah, but we lived out of the neighborhood. We, we live on the fringe, so to save money, because yeah. rents were about $1,000 more where we were at. Yeah. When you talk to and, your lawyer, uh, when you talk to your lawyer about this, have you done any research to find out what the cost is, what might happen with your debt, that sort of thing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what happens with the debt, and I, I'm not sure if I remember asking him about the debt. Um, I just know that everything else is no fault. So basically, we just kind of walk away. It's not like one of us makes more than the other person right now. Um, and she wants my husband wants to consolidate the debt. Um, or maybe what kind of debt do you have on it? So it's 85,000 in credit card debt. We paid off our HELOC and all this other stuff we had, um, when we sold our house. So we were pretty much left with nothing after we sold our house. Okay. And I guess all the credit card debt is in both of your names. Yeah. The one card's in his and two are in mine. Mm -hmm. But is it about half? Yeah. The two that you have yeah. are about forty-two-five. Uh, yeah, thirty. They're all, so all thirty across the board. Mm -hmm. And this is hard making the payments. Okay, you know, so you're seventy-five thousand dollar a year <laughs> single mom that has thirty-eight thousand dollars in credit card debt after the divorce, right? Mm -hmm. And you have a special mm -hmm. needs child. Yes. And he would and hypothetically be paying child support. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. For him, yeah, my other daughter's gone now, or she's 18 now. Yeah. So, hypothetically, he'd have child support on the special needs child, right? Mm hmm Yes. Okay. And um, so, you're, I, I'm sorry, this is a very sad situation. It is. Um, but you're not mathematically trapped. Mm-hmm. Lots of people make $75,000 a year in the Tampa area that have $38,000 in credit card debt and one kid. Mm -hmm. Lots of people. I know but we have health. We have a lot of health expenses because my older daughter actually has more health has more health issues than my younger daughter and my special needs daughter. They both do actually. Yeah. So we're constantly running the doctors, doing surgeries, doing different things, uh, car repairs, and just the debt. It just you know. That's not going to change. Yeah. You're not stuck mathematically. Mm-hmm. You're not. If you want to be, you can decide you are, but the numbers you've given us has not got you stuck in this. And uh, if he's having affairs and you're going to end the marriage based on that, then you're going to have half of the credit card debt mm -hmm. and you're going to have the care of a child and you make $75,000 a year and you're going to go rent an apartment. I think, the, mm -hmm. I think what I'm hearing is You've never been in a situation where money is managing, where money is being managed effectively, right? And now you're about to go off on your own and you don't have the confidence mm -hmm. of knowing I can take this $75,000 a year and I can manage it effectively. It can be, because it's never been enough before, right? So you don't know, like inside your body, mm -hmm. you don't know that this is going to be enough, that I'm going to be able to take care of my kids, that I'm going to be able to pay the bills and that I'm going to be able to pay this debt off. You don't know that. That's, I mean, you, you understand that the, the story you told us has you all mathematically in with him working and earning, you working and earning in the best place you've been in probably a decade, 
mathematically you're in the best place. Mm-hmm. Relationally, sure, obviously, just, relationally, yeah. obviously, you're not in the right. best place. She doesn't feel that. She doesn't. You, feel you don't that have any though. respect for mm-hmm. him because he didn't make any money during this time. He's a schmuck because he slept around on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, relationally, you got those things to overcome for this marriage to survive if it's going to survive. Mm-hmm. But mathematically, you're, you're in the best, the best place you've been. ever been because mm-hmm. you know with his income. Yeah. If you if the marriage survived with his income and your income, if you both decide to manage money together, you could clean this mess up rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's, we, we just resigned our lease. That's twenty three hundred. I mean, and that yeah. where where we're at, that's like the cheapest that we could get. So yeah. we just renewed our lease. That doesn't so sound like someone that's filing for divorce to me. Mm-hmm. Who's filing for divorce that resigns a new lease for a year? Well, I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't I, either. Who does I that? Too much going on mental. I don't know. I think you I, just I, made a choice thinking you got. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I, she I she was like, I have like no choice. Yeah. I have no choice. You, well, you had you a, choice, a choice, but you felt like you had no you choice. You have a choice, but you're taking your choices away. Yeah. But if you want to be stuck, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you, you, know, you can be stuck if you want to be, but you're not stuck. So, um, you know, I, I think that you guys could sit down with a good marriage counselor and invest some time and energy into this 25-year marriage and give this a shot. Since you just signed a one-year lease, I kind of think you want to do that deep down. Uh, And by the way, if you ask a divorce attorney if you're supposed to get a divorce, 100% of the time they say yes. It's like asking a dog if it's hungry. This is The Ramsey Show. Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.